Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home, the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode. Assalamu alaikum, I'm Rashan Isaacs and welcome to your style, fashion and beauty program, Cover Mode. Our designer feature today is Majda Rabin, the designer behind Chimple Luxury Leather Accessories. Majda will be talking us through the art of making leather goods. And in the business of fashion, Abashi Achilles of Hijab Fashion Week SA speaks to us about the importance of supporting each other as local designers. In 2008, Majda Rabin started her career in fashion design, inspired by the unique texture of ostrich leather and tactile elegance of crocodile skin. Majda saw the potential of these inherently African objects to add exquisite detail to a leather handbag and belt. Surprised by how difficult it was to find accessories that utilized natural and exotic leather, Majda was inspired to create her own bespoke range of affordable and aspirational luxury leather accessories. And thus, Chimple was born. We welcome Majda Rabin, the designer behind Chimple Luxury Leather Accessories, to cover mode. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. How are you doing, Majda? Um, alhamdulillah. That's great. So, Majda, when creating your brand name, how did you derive a chimple? Okay, that's actually <laughs> quite a funny story because my husband was calling my kids to go and fetch their chimples. And it was actually, yeah, which means shoes in Gujarati. And that's actually what I wanted to do. Oh, wow. So I wanted my initial idea was to design shoes. Um, but it was actually difficult to find people locally to manufacture good leather shoes. And then the handbags also did up because I always wanted to do shoes and handbags. So the handbags started first at this stage. So, and that leads me to the next question. What led you to starting the accessory brand? Well, the, the, the reason for me starting the accessories and handbags, it's because it's actually easier than designing clothes. <laughs> and um, you don't need a summer season, a winter season and everything. So that's a lot easier. Sizes as well. Bags, if you have a small bag and a big bag, I think you've covered it all. So, <laughs> or a sling or a clutch, I think you're actually good. I was about to ask you what bag is for what event or a day or Eve- uh, um, for evening, for daytime? Yeah, well, um, at the moment, uh, the big bags are still quite big, but I mean, sling bags are also, you know, huge. So your sling bag that converts to a clutch that you can actually wow. use mm. ah, as yes, an I've evening and a day bag because it's expensive as well to buy and people don't always change their bags. Mm-hmm. I mean, like me, people think, I think I've got tons of bags <laughs> in my cupboard. I actually don't because I'm such a lazy changer of bags. So um, what I've actually you know what's actually important is actually practicality so mm. I think what actually goes nowadays is your big bags and a smaller bag possibly in it so yeah that's actually what works would you agree then that it's really important to have at least one good leather bag no absolutely I actually believe that you should have only leather in your cupboard <laughs> 
because you know it, it lasts a lifetime it's yes. things that you can hand down it's um, a goodbye absolutely and i mean nowadays just looking at what's available you think you're buying leather and you actually don't know that it's actually yes, not true. leather because mm. it's just so well processed you actually don't know the difference so it's really important to look at that um i think it's investment pieces as well and you can get really good leather leather bags out there so you just need to know what you're buying and you're also big on natural uh using natural fabrics that's right, right. yeah so your natural leather with your exotic skins that's what i actually found that's my signature kind mm-hmm. of um so you can have your plain bag and just with a little bit not everyone likes crocodile so um i love crocodile only because it looks really exotic <laughs> and the way you actually use it the there's an elegance about it so you can actually add it you know so that it looks good um and then ostrich leather as well so not everyone can afford ostrich because at the moment it is still expensive it's an expensive product to own um but you can add that little bits and pieces to a natural leather and you can have a bit of ostrich and it looks good hmm. so talk us through the art of what you do um gosh i, I was actually trying to think you know like the art um my my bags it just comes so natural it's something that that I do with my eyes closed kind of <laughs> you know it's there's some people i mean when i worked previously it was always you know you you went to work my work is actually so different because it's something that just comes it's a natural process it's just in me and you know everything that i do um you know i'll just look at things differently so the art of it is just yeah what you actually see how mm-hmm. you can convert something that looks completely normal and change it to make it wearable for everyone else so um I don't yeah so hopefully that is my And then process. do you do you you make your um your accessories from scratch or yes. do you have a team of people work with you Well I do I do have um a few ladies that works with me I've got a team of four um and we basically make everything from scratch so having the patterns designed um from the cutting so most of the things are handmade um and yeah it's m- mostly handmade and then obviously the stitching involved but most of the things are handmade and it starts from scratch i've got a group of people that works for me and yeah so wow. we we do everything ourselves and how long would you say it takes to finish off one bag um well i could do one bag a day depending mm-hmm. from cutting to finishing it but yeah we've tried that before. without breaks without <laughs> breaks exactly so you could do a day and a half i'd say you know for the most you could produce one good bag and then besides your team of four you also have two beautiful interns who've joined us here in studio today. Yes, and I let do. me just see if I've remembered their names. It's Roman because yeah. that's the last name I was told. <laughs> and then what's the name? What does your name start with? Mehdi, Mehdi, Mehdi. Yeah. Lovely. I asked what it starts with. I don't want you to give it away. <laughs> and they're in studio and they are um, interns at um, Chimple Luxury Leather Accessories. But we'll find out more about what they do as interns and, and how they're part of the process after the break. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Now bringing you only the best in building, plumbing, painting DIY requirements one of builders hardware with a wide range of top quality products at the most competitive pricing on the market visit our brand new store one of builders hardware centrally located for your convenience offering you excellent customer service one of builders hardware in Epping right next to our cash and carry one of builders hardware after two consecutive seasons of below average rainfall 
South Africa is facing its worst drought since 1982. This has placed a strain on water supplies across the country, affecting 2.7 million households where residents have to collect water in buckets once a day. Help the Alimdad Foundation to drill boreholes, provide water containers and install Jojo tanks in drought-stricken communities. Visit alimdad.com or call 0861-786-243 for more information. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is Cover Mode. Chimple is a Cape Town-based design studio and production house that creates handmade clutches and accessories made with soft, natural and exotic leather. Much does handbags, clutches and belts are individually designed, inhibiting each piece with a unique character, while the focus on classic shapes ensures that each piece remains timeless. And we have Mehdi and Romana who are interns at Chimple and they're, they're from France. Um, Assalamu alaikum and hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so, what is your interest in design? Uh, what, what are you doing with Chimple? <laughs> um, I think we are more like a help for Majda. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm more, I'm more working on the website and updating all the prices. Um, I mean, to be more competitive, Chimple needs to uh, have a lot of prices in Euro too. Um, so this is what I'm doing. Um, and then we're just working on um, the client list and um, just some things that we do. And um, I mean, just invoices and just to find other customers uh, all around the world. Awesome. And what are you doing at Chimple, Roman? And me, I work more in the, on the social media, on Pinterest. I post uh, different f pictures of uh, exhibition. Uh, I work also on the client's list and something like that. Wonderful. So it's more on the business aspect of Chimple. Which is great because that is sometimes always the, 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 you know, the parts that, that we leave behind or we forget we don't have time to do because we're so busy with designing. Absolutely. And they also quite, they, they help me quite a bit also in terms of also what's, you know, what's needed um, overseas as well. So what the market is looking. So I'm wanting them to identify possible opportunities within France because that's we, that's their stronger point. So on the social media, which um, they bring me up to where we're supposed to be. And then also, um, looking at possible opportunities in the international market as well. So um, identifying markets within in Paris and those sort of boutique shops that would um, be possible clients for me. Okay, I'd like to bring our other guests in now since we are talking about the business of fashion. How twice a year the Hijab Fashion Week has become an event to look forward to, bringing many designers together from, for an easy shopping experience and quite frankly, a look before you buy experience. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Cover Mode again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is uh, that's Abashia Akili's voice, and she's the host of Hijab Fashion Week, which is held. I think this is the third year, right? It is the third year. It started in 2013. Um, 
December 2030, we launched with the summer event. Mm-hmm. And when we, we broadcast the event, Hijab Fashion Week SA, I think it caught a lot of attention to say that we are local designers, mm-hmm. but we are putting ourselves on a national platform. Mm-hmm. And that caught a, a lot of interest from our local communities. And Alhamdulillah, I think this will be our seventh event wow. and our third Eid event. Because you hold two yes. a year, yes. right. Yes. And then um, with it being the third annual event, um, how has it grown since the first one? Amazing. You know, when I, whenever I do a poster and, you know, I do the graphic design. and That's why I say social media. <laughs> the social media, I've got no interns. So yeah. I think everyone <laughs> is listening out there. If you need to learn about the fashion industry or you want to be part of the fashion industry, you're most welcome to contact any of the designers mm-hmm. that are taking part in, part in Hijab Fashion Week SA because we really do an end-to-end product from the start, like Majda was saying, sourcing fabrics, looking at the design we want to create, mm-hmm. grading patterns, creating patterns, sewing it together, finishing off the garments. Now, she said it takes a day without <laughs> breaks, right, to finish a garment. How yes. long would you say it takes you to finish a garment? Well, a, a plain, simple tunic top it will take me about an hour okay from yeah. start to finish if mm-hmm. the pattern has been graded already yeah. all right oh yes, yes. you see but obviously, um, <laughs> and the fabric is there and yes yeah. and exactly if, if everything was sourced and the cotton matches perfectly oh, yeah, yes. then we can put it together Absolutely. no problem but i think that is what the community fails to realize when they see a finished product that the process behind mm. creating something mm-hmm. is a process mm. Absolutely. and with everything like a lot of what I've experienced over the years, um, social media plays a very big role in everyone's lives. And um, I've become the person to what my, ca- my customers would say, click print. <laughs> and it, it was a funny caption, but I realized that not everyone has a skill to create something what they are looking at. Mm. And that is how I've established myself in the fashion industry where people would come from Pinterest and say, oh, this, bread, this, um, this design is an international design, it's an Elisab, it's a Valentino, it's, but I need it. Mm. Now, obviously, in our community, we are not affluent enough to be purchasing big brand mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I'm copying it. We are saying inspired by it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we definitely and are inspired by it. And I think that customers expect, they, we have a few customers, uh, you know, your, your, your customers that come to designers and expect them to copy and paste, to yes, copy no, we, and make. We don't, we don't and do that. And a few of them have actually come to me and I've specifically told them, look, I can show them the design you want, but there's no way they're going to make that exact design. They need to make it unique so that Correct. it appears that it, it has their signature on Correct. it and not the design you show, designer you're showing me. And I love that about the creativeness of the fashion industry that we as African women, we put our African spin to what mm-hmm. the trends are lately. Mm-hmm. And even with our scarf styling, Rashawn, you are the <laughs> queen of, of scarf styling. Those are African inspired designs. Mm. So automatically, everything that we look at or what we can touch or crocodile skin leathers, we put our own personal signature to it. And I think that is what local designers are doing. And Hijab Fashion Week gives us a platform to celebrate that. So how, how have you assisted other designers through the Hijab Fashion Week? When I, well, I was starting off when... I put a post out on social media, Hijab Fashion Week will be, lo- will be happening on a specific day. The very next hour, I'm fully booked with designers. Wow, that's The brilliant. reaction of designers is that they need a platform to showcase. Mm-hmm. And I've um, 
I've created the platform to be accessible to new local designers. Mm-hmm. So once a designer has contacted me, I would, there's obviously criteria. You need to have your designs ready or you have your sketches and you don't know how to put them together and I would give them, look, at this is how we, we're going to do it. We, are we going to do orders at the event or are we just going to create the garments? Mm-hmm. And because of my experience in my fashion brand, it's easy for me to tell them, try this fabric for that look. Mm. Something easier to work with, something easier to create, but still creating the design that they've envisioned or sketched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Okay. And then why was the, the Hijab Fashion Week established? Um, also from experience, when Fabulous in Hijab, my clothing brand was launched, seven years ago, there wasn't a platform. Mm-hmm. We had to create our own runway show. So... With that and with the community support, it was a sellout. But then also because of the event being a sellout, why only come and see one one designer? Mm-hmm. And that's how. And also Hijab Fashion Week SA is not a new concept. It's a concept that many other cities around the world have. I've seen has. it overseas as well, yes. Correct. London Fashion Week has mm-hmm. exactly the same concept. With Hijab Fashion Week, because I'm a local designer, I've tried to make the event more accessible to our communities. Mm-hmm. You know, so that it is not designers from different areas coming into it. We're actually wanting our communities mm-hmm. to support our local designers. Perfect. Okay. And uh, what, 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 now you've, you said you've, you've sold out. I think every, um, every event you're sold out. Yes, alhamdulillah. Do you think that your, the Hijab Fashion Week has reached where you want it to be? Or do you have an idea of where you'd like to see the Hijab Fashion Week? I know Hijab Fashion Week can grow much more. At this point in time, with two weeks to go for the Hijab Fashion Week Eid Collections 2016, we're two weeks away to the launch of that event, we still have about 25 seats open wow. out of okay. the 200. Right. So for me, that is a good sale, mm-hmm. considering mm-hmm. it's been being promoted over and considering how slow our, our <laughs> community is sometimes in purchasing tickets. <laughs> yes, I think it's natural because yes. people want to first see what they are doing on that specific mm-hmm. date. So that's okay. But we've only got 25 seats open. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, our bloggers are on board, our media is on board. Mm-hmm. We've got our support teams. Um, I feel Hijab Fashion Week should be within the next year, growing into Durban, Johannesburg, all the little cities within mm-hmm. South Africa. That is, that's my dream for next, the goal for next year, inshallah. Okay. Whether it be being Cape Town designers, local designers, or Durban local designers and Johannesburg local designers. Because yeah, those, those two cities always feel excluded. Always. <laughs> Every event. So whenever you, there's events in Cape Town, they're always asked, why is there never anything in Johannesburg? <laughs> and I think that is, as an entrepreneur, you're taking that opportunity to grow your business. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen that um, in Malaysia, there was, and, in, and Roshan, you can assist me with it, <laughs> there is platforms where we as Muslim designers are invited mm-hmm. to different platforms mm-hmm. to showcase our clothing because we are creative, talented beings. Mm-hmm. And as being South African, Cape Townian, we've got a different flair to our style. Right. And the international design, uh, international um, people are looking at that. They can see that difference or the beauty in it. Okay, so we'll find out from you later which designers are showcasing and where we get our tickets. But before... Uh, um, before we do that, we'll just chat with um, Majda a little bit more in terms of 
What challenges her business faced when she started? Um, gosh, you know, I think when starting off, um, I actually came... I started my business with this vision that I was going to take on the entire world, and it wasn't actually <laughs> the case. I think you, you know, I did my first show at Design in Daba, that was in 2009, um, and I was actually fortunate enough to meet um, a company called Cape Craft and Design Institute, who played a huge role at that stage in setting up my business. Oh. I had no idea about them, um, but... You know, luckily, I was, I say, alhamdulillah, that I actually met them because they took my business to a completely new level. You know, um, you act, you don't realize the support you need, both family and from, from, from companies out there like them. Um, just to give you um, the business now, how, I mean, I came with this vision that, oh, now I've got my degree. I've worked in a company for a long time. I know everything. It's so not the case. Um, your funds does eventually run out. Thank goodness I had a supportive husband that was there. So you do need those. Those are you actual challenges that you are faced with. You need to see that your kids are still going on and things are happening. So, um, you know, you need a good support structure. I mean, that was probably my biggest challenge for the first few years of of um, starting my business. And, you know, you just need to have a good that structure in place and persevere. Um, I mean, there was times that I thought, OK, no, this is actually maybe not going to work out. But I continued because my passion was there and that was always what drove me to to where I am today um, and also the the need to succeed I mean I've got that in me that I need to you know whatever I start I actually need to finish and I've always been like that and um, I just couldn't I couldn't you know I couldn't stop I couldn't give up basically so that was you know you need to persevere if you're wanting to start something and you're passionate about it you need to look at your resources and actually just go and do it and you're going to find challenges but you know continue like you just mentioned uh, the three p's in building a successful business and that's have a purpose have passion and persevere because without those you know if you don't have a purpose you don't know where you're going no, without the passion nothing's going to drive you exactly and if you don't persevere and push through then yeah then it's your yeah. your your dreams are going to end with you exactly and i think it's just because i was passionate about what i was doing i really could see that there was a need for it and a market for it so you know and that's that's important but you've also then grown from those challenging moments and you've got quite a few highlights that you could mention as well um, yes, I do. Um, you know, I think we'll see exhibiting overseas in the international markets. I mean, the mere fact that people are, love your stuff when you do <laughs> go there. I mean, it's overwhelming. I think when doing, you know, doing an exhibition internationally, you come there with, you know, gosh, there's international designers. Are they going to look at your things? And the response is remarkable, you know. So that that to me, you know, you know that you're actually doing something right. Um, the mere fact that I had an uh, actor buy one of my accessories, that was also <laughs> a huge achievement. I think the day they actually show, phoned me to tell me that they bought, you know, that she was in the store and bought one of it, I was, I was completely amazed. I was like, <laughs> okay, this is going to work, you know. Wow. It just gives you that mm -hmm. extra motivation and an encouragement as well. And you need that. You need people to... Sort of an affirmation that I'm doing, I'm doing something yes, right. Yes, absolutely. People are loving my stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you do always doubt sometimes. There's mm -hmm. a little... But you need to just continue.
No, you do. You have to push through. And I'm so glad you've done that because your ranges are absolutely stunning. And as you mentioned, there's no, you, you know, there's no season when it comes to accessories That's like, right. like yours. Um, is there, do you do different collections at certain periods or do you do once off? This is the year's collection. No, I actually do. I mean, I do. I get bored of my things as well. <laughs> I think like any designer, you probably look at it and it's like, please stop buying that product because you're so tired of it. And I mean, there's so many ranges that I've got that I was like, oh, please, it's so old. Please stop looking at it. But I do. I mean, so I do bring out lots of new styles. I mean, I don't, I think that's we what I enjoy most. So um, it might not be summer, winter, autumn or spring, but um, also colors. Colors inspire me. So I do bring out a lot of colors and I add colors to natural skins um, so yeah as much as I'd say no I do it once a year I actually don't I do it as often as I can and when the time is also <laughs> and then do you ever end a range or end a, a product sorry do you ever end a product because you, like you said <gasps> please stop looking at that I actually don't <laughs> I have I actually reinvented oh, that's okay. what I always mm. say so I try and I change like what I've got and, you know, I'll just add a different twist to it. And so then how do you stay innovative? Um, that's actually hard. Not hard. It's just that you've got so much inf- information out there. It's, I think designers of yesteryear needs to see today's social media. You actually have to stop yourself because sometimes I actually need to close down and say I'm not actually looking at the Internet any longer or those sort of things because you've just got constantly information that's available to you. So I'm inspired by, you know, everything that's happening around me. I mean, we they had the Met Gala now in America, so I watch that sort of oh, thing. I yes. see what's happening there, you know. So there's, there's loads of, I mean, all the fashion weeks. We don't physically need to be there, but at least you can watch everything on the Internet. YouTube <laughs> is so amazing. So, you know, there's, there's so much around that you that you can use um, to inspire you. So I do look at what's happening internationally, um, and then I'll bring my African twist to it. So that's what I do. Brilliant. Like Abasha mentioned, that that's we always great. add our African twist to it. And that's so sure. amazing is that we, we add our culture, our, um, our faith, and then our, you know, Cape Town, Cape Malay, yes, <laughs> Indians in Cape Town. We, we add all that mix yeah. um, into what we do. And that why, that's why South Africa is such a beautiful place to be creative in. Because mm. what, what kinds of products you're going to get here is going to be so diverse. Yes. It's not going to be the same from one culture to the next culture, yeah. even from one product to the other product. And that's where we're going to discuss more about um, your views on South African fashion and where it's going after the break. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. Welcome back to Cover Mode. I have Abashi Achilles in studio. She's the host of South African, uh, the Hijab Fashion Week South Africa. <laughs> She's saying, yes, it's okay to say South African Hijab Fashion Week. <laughs> it's a mouthful. And I see that you've also shortened it to HFW. S-A. S-A, correct. Everything needs a hashtag. Yes, hashtag. <laughs> and then we also have Majda in the studio, Majda Rabin of Chimple Luxury Leather Accessories. Majda, what are your views on South African fashion and where it's going? Um, gosh, I think, you know, I think there's loads of opportunities within our country at the moment. Um, there's lots of um, 
resources out there that's willing to assist people because they're wanting to grow the manufacturing market. And I mean, if you have the right product, I think there's lots that can happen. Um, internationally as well, people are wanting something with a difference. Um, mm-hmm. My biggest mm-hmm. export market at the moment is the United States, and they're wanting they're wanting African-looking products, but nice modern things. Um, you know, so. They're moving away from China as much as people think. I mean, China's great in everything. Um, so maybe they, Africa's next. But, you know, <laughs> absolutely. They, they're wanting something mm-hmm. that is handmade that they can actually say, you know, this is actually made by such and such a person. Not that I promote that, you know, but because it's a, it's a luxury item that I'm promoting. But I think people are also moving more to exclusivity and custom-made, yes. and they want something. That is why our uh, our smaller boutiques and local designers are probably getting more attention now than they would have before. But yeah. that's really because of the way things have been shifting from retail mm. to we're looking for something that's a little bit more unique. Absolutely. I think people are wanting something different, you know, that Because they can't different. get those expensive brands. Exactly. So the only other way is to find a designer that caters to their mm. needs and yeah. And, and is more affordable. Exactly. And what better way to support local? Right? That, absolutely. So, I mean, alhamdulillah, you know, I've been very fortunate in that way because there has been, there's been a demand locally for my product as well, although I promote it, ex, you know, for export, um, but there is. There's boutiques, small boutiques that's a, that are supply as well. So there is a demand and it's growing. Um, yeah. Now, what about you? I know you've touched on and I know mm-hmm. that you're a big supporter of local, um, as, as am I. Um, what would you say are the views on, on, on South African fashion and where it's going? Definitely what's um, the, you know what it is, it's the social media. Mm-hmm. I strongly believe everyone mm-hmm. that's snapping a selfie and posting a, uh, a, a portrait picture of themselves, people are looking in. Mm-hmm. And we are, like much just said, we're very colorful. And we are vibrant and we are different and we have so many cultures in South Africa that each of us, even as designers, we have our own identity Mm -hmm. and people can relate to that and they want that. So I think with the right support and the the, the right avenues, we would like to grow those local Mm -hmm. markets by having those social media pages up that international brands or international um, communities can buy from us. Mm. We can still be the local trader. Work from home, first the mommy, um, running your your, your CMTs at home, which is fine because we all are Mm -hmm. mommies first. Mm -hmm. But imagine we can be exporting our products. And I think that is really what any entrepreneur's dream is, like Majda saying. She's branded it for export. But the reality is she's based in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. It's a locally mm-hmm. manufactured product. Excellent. And I think that is what draws us to, what draws me to the other designers. Every time I look into their brand, I can see something different. My gosh, how did you come up with that? And just the touching on that, maybe I should also just put it out there. If anyone is interested in reaching an international, you know, or global consumer, just email it. Office at ifdcsouthafrica.org. That's office at ifdcsouthafrica.org. Um, so that we can put you on our database because we have many opportunities where you can reach that global market. We've had Istanbul Fashion Week coming up now as well on the 14th of May. And they've asked for a few South African designers. And, um, we, we, we missed the deadline for that because, you know, people need to respond quickly. 
And then we've got MaFest, which is the Malaysian Muslim Festival, which is also open to South African designers to showcase. And what we've done there as an IFDC council is we've made a um, collective approach. So we've asked designers to send two of the designs because the idea is also to build brand awareness. Because if you're building brand awareness internationally, now you can brand yourself as an international designer. Mm, And then the other um, opportunity is Russia, who's having their... um, uh, Islamic fashion halal expo as well in um, I think that's in July was also opening up an opportunity but the opportunity is slightly different they have a booth space available showcasing modest wear and in that booth space any designer who who's sending their clothing if they're okay with them selling it immediately and what better way than to pay the courier cost for it coming back sell the garment just send me the money yes and <laughs> you know and um that also creates interest in that label if somebody buys your garment they're now going to look at okay you know who is this designer how can we get more of that and if they loved it you know that you have a market in russia um and there are many and going to be plenty of opportunities like that which the ifdc is opening up and as I'm based in South Africa, obviously my aim is to look at our South African designers and getting them across that, which is what you're doing locally. Exactly. Getting them on that platform and making them national. Yes. Um, And that's very important. And in terms of the people showcasing at the Hijab Fashion Week, um, who can we expect to see? Um, I should add Hijab Fashion Week, every time we've done a show, we've represented new new designers brilliant so if you're thinking seven shows that's seven new designers but at each show we've had more than three designers so that is how interesting and innovating and exciting the fashion industry is in cape town or south africa at least this year at the eid collections runway show we're showcasing seven designers one of the designers is a dear friend of mine, um, Roshan Sali, mm-hmm. and she's been doing her own clothing. And I said, Roshan, you know what? You, you really should get your brand out there. <laughs> and I think with Hijab Fashion Week, because that platform is there already, mm-hmm. and for her to create those garments and put it on the runway, she can basically experience, is this what I'm wanting to do? Right. Because she's currently employed, um, permanently employed. Mm-hmm. And with the other designers, Inda Designs, Zed Designs, Al Shama, um, Inspire Designs, they are all home based mommies mm-hmm. that love clothing mm-hmm. and design. And I've met them at previous um, runway shows, and immediately while pitching the Hijab Fashion Week SA event, they were, yes, we need to be there. And that's how. This year for the Eid Collections, we've got a compilation of seven designers. Um, my brand, Fabulous Hijab, and the golden brand that's always with Fabulous Hijab, this Europa Design Emporium. Mm-hmm. We've kind of hooked onto each other because we started seven years ago oh. and we've always supported, are you going to be at this expo? Are you uh-huh. going to be at that expo? So we kind of teamed, we, we're over-friendly that way. <laughs> 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 and... Um, and then this year we're having locally manufactured shoes mm-hmm. being displayed, bags, suppliers, p- local perfumes. Lovely. So the emphasis is really about local. Awesome. I love that. I love supporting local. Hashtag support local. Cool. Let's take a break and then round up the conversation. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is cover mode.
We are close to the close of cover mode for today. And I'm enjoying the conversation with Majda and um, Abashia. And it's all about supporting local, which is, you know, my motto for a very long time. There's so many events happening in May. And we're just going to ask um, Abashia, where and when and how do we get tickets for the Hijab Fashion Week? Now, you see our Hijab Fashion Week essay is growing up. <laughs> get it online. Ah, get, <laughs> get, it, get online. it online. You get a ticket now. <laughs> so your tickets are available at Web Tickets, and Alhamdulillah, there is only twenty-five seats left. Ooh. So please get your tickets as soon as possible. We are. Our max capacity is 200, mm-hmm. and um, we've got 25 seats left. And it's at the Nico. The, it's at the Nico Milan and Anzio Road Observatory. So we're in the neighbourhood of Voice Not of like the I thought you got it wrong. It's Artscape now. It's yes, Nico no, no, it's no, not it's Nico Milan. It's Nico Milan. It's Nico Milan. <laughs> and um, we are starting at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and breakfast on arrival. Um, so we are asking everyone not to be late because <laughs> it is a fashion show. We'll keep you there. And the price <laughs> of the tickets? It's 150 rand, okay, which includes bad. your breakfast. Not bad at all. Not at all. For um, includes your breakfast, and you will obviously get, get your beverage as well. Goodie, sorry, tea as well. No, it's coffee, tea, coffee, juice, tea. <laughs> um, some fruit, dry breakfast, you know, a muffin, and because it's a Sunday morning, we'll throw in for sisters oh, as well. Of course, of course, <laughs> we are kept up. So, um, I, for the people who would like to book their tickets, please do so as soon as possible, mm. Minfadlik. And then, um, the 150 rand per ticket, and it includes a goodie bag, your breakfast, and obviously the meet and greet of all designers of the brands that will be showcased that Lovely. day. Lovely. So there'll be sales, they'll, they'll be selling on the day as yes, well. Yes, there is a pop up boutique. So what you see, literally what you see on the runway. Correct. You now, can, how hotter does fashion get? No, not from as hot the as runway that, to I your love closet. that. I love that. That is going traditional. That is what fashion weeks are meant to do. Yes. <laughs> Great. And then, um, how do how do our listeners get in touch or find a chimple bag? Um, well, you can visit my website. I've got all the details of the shops that I supply. There's a shop in town that I supply called Me Me Me, and then um, yeah, not that many in Cape Town because it's all based out in France. You can George, oh. but yeah, <laughs> have a look on my website, and you can always contact me. But otherwise, you know. There's a shopping in Cape Town that, that I do supply. And ju- just the, the website again? Oh, it's www.shimpal.co.za. And Shimpal, C-H-I-M-P-E-L. That's correct. Right. There are so many upcoming events in May. I think that everyone's trying to get in there before Ramadan starts as well. And um, really, all of these events are um, there to spoil you in some way or another. And then just your next event, Majda, is um, in Germany. That's so I great. don't know if any of us are going to be able to make that and support you there. <laughs> but we will look at the website to support you on Absolutely. the website. Absolutely, that would be great. Um, and just looking at the events that we have on the 21st of May, Precious Rose Design Collaborations invites you to an afternoon of exclusive fashion and beauty at Alhambra Restaurants. Tickets are 150 Rand and can be purchased at 073-313-7803. That's 073-313-7803. And then the very next 
day on the 22nd of May, the Hijab Fashion Week, which you've heard all about today. And you can support so many designers and get your ticket. And um, if can they contact you for information as well? Yes, sure. Or and just get their ticket at web tickets. Web tickets yeah. um, you can also contact um, Abasha on 084-553-1694. That's 084-553-1694. And then on the 29th of May, I will be hosting a Royal High Tea Turban Styling Workshop at the Bromwell Boutique in Woodstock. So if you fancy some delicious treats and tea and individualized turban styling, then grab yourself a ticket by booking on info at styleafrica.co.za. That's info at styleafrica.co.za. And then the very big event to diarize on your calendar is that of Cover Mode's very own Modest Fashion Emporium, held on the 30th and 31st of July. So that's after the Ramadan, well after the Ramadan, at the Cape Town Convention Center. And although it will be hosted at and in the Factory Shop Expo, the businesses we'd like to host in the Modest Fashion Emporium are small businesses, boutiques, designers, and creative artists who cater to the needs of the modest wear market. So if you feel your business fits the profile, contact me at info at styleafrica.co.za. That's info at styleafrica.co.za. We filled half the space and we're only accommodating 30 vendors because we really want to make it exclusive. The section will be exclusively for those catering to the modest customer. So if you are a jewelry designer, stylist, scarf seller, clothes, linen, bedding, leather, (laughs) works, leather accessories, um, makeup and beauty, then make contact and book your spot. It's 1,600 Rand, which includes the two days from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., a 1.5-meter rail space, exclusive marketing for each vendor, including a 10-minute radio interview about your business, and a collective stage show. Cover Mode and VOC support local businesses and want to see a huge growth in your business. Last year's stats of visitors at the Factory Shop Expo was 18,000 attendees, and we'd like to give your business the opportunity to reach that market. So we will be pushing your business at full force. And um, so, yeah, another email address you can contact is um, in is myself, Rashan I at drawn to it dot co dot za. That's Rashan I R O S H A N I at drawn the number two and it. But we'll post this on our Facebook along with the people that we've um, interviewed today, all their details um, dot co dot za. And then. Yeah, that brings us to the close of today's show. Have a fabulous week ahead. And um, from me, your host on Cover Mode, Roshan Isaacs, Assalamu Alaikum.